And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? Zach here. I've been having an awesome day. I'm excited to spend some time with you here over the next little bit and just talk to you about uh, why, uh, why we run our own business, why we're entrepreneurs, why I think you are, and what it takes to, to really kind of get to some of those places where we can start you know, enjoying some of these rewards. Um, I do want to say this, uh, that I have been really slacking on the podcast lately, and I think I've said that in the past few episodes. <laughs> and so I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to, I did this once about a year and a half ago um, where I was slacking and I went to my podcast editor and I basically said, hey dude, I'm going to give you a podcast every single day um, for like whatever month it was because I need to get back into the groove. And if I ever miss a day, I'll give you like 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something like that. And he was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and it, it, I never missed during that time window. So I think I'm going to do something like that because I was looking at the history and I'm like, oh my gosh. The last one I put up was 20 days ago. And then like, I mean, literally we're talking like 10 episodes in the past six months. So totally embarrassing. Um, and so I want to spend some more time with you. So I have this meme that I, I posted in our team's Facebook group and it's uh, it's a meme of Elon Musk, and this is what the meme says. It's it's of him, his wife, uh, his two kids are in the are in the picture, and it says, "I'm not an entrepreneur because I love money. I'm an entrepreneur because I love being able to cancel all of my plans and spend the day with my sons." So, I just think that's wonderful. That's beautiful, um, and that's exactly why we are entrepreneurs as well. And I imagine that's why you are right. Um, like literally, that's the reason. When we were, you know, very, very young in the business, you know, we got started in network marketing almost 14 years ago. At the, actually, actually, I think, literally think it was 14 years ago um, this month. Uh, really quickly, I realized that um, I was very young. I was 20 years old, about to turn 21. And I realized within a few months that um, I could use my 20s to set up 30 and beyond, 40 and beyond. Um, and because I, I kind of knew instinctively that I wasn't going to want to listen to a boss. Um, I mean, that was easy. Actually, I didn't even know, need, need to know that instinctively. That was easy. <laughs> I did not want to listen to a boss, a really bad employee. Um, and, 
but I knew instinctively that my, I wouldn't want my wife to go to work when I met her. Um, and I knew instinctively that whenever we had kids, I wouldn't want to uh, be separate from them. I'd want to be able to have the control to cancel anything I was doing and spend time with them. And, you know, uh, I would say once every couple of weeks, I'll do something like that. I'll just like, I'd be hanging with Ashley and Bellamy, our son in the morning. And um, I'm just like hanging together. I'm like, man, I do not feel like doing anything today. Like, I just want to hang out with you guys. And every few weeks, we'll just kind of call an audible. We'll say, you know what? You know, the, the few things I had, we're just not going to do those things. Um, and we're going we're gonna to spend time together. And uh, that's a ton of fun. And so, um, you know, now kind of on a, at a, on a regular cadence, our life uh, kind of looks like this from a scheduling perspective. So um, we uh, take off Sundays completely. We've been doing that for a long time. We take off another day throughout the week that we just use as a family day. So, um, you know, we just spend the time, just spend time together. Um, and so that's, a, that's an entire day. Uh, and there's five additional days, right, in the week. And I'll work those five days. And so uh, one day is strictly a coaching day. I'll consult other people on our team, whatever, um, consulting clients, etc. And then the other four days are like, you know, regular work days. And on all of those five working days, I will um, take Bellamy in the morning so that Ashley can get an hour and a half to two hours of her own personal time. I find that's really, really important for her, uh, for her mental sanity, for her health. Uh, she takes care of her health at that time. You know, she works out, takes a shower, spends some time with God, all these different things. Um, and so I'll take Bellamy until about nine o'clock in the morning. And then we'll swap and I'll give Bellamy back to her. And then I'll go basically do those things. So I'll go spend time with God or, um, you know, and or work out usually, uh, go to the skate park or whatever. And I'll do that. And then typically I'll start working by 11 or 12. So 11 a.m. to 12, right, right, in that round, right in that range. And most days I'll probably stop working between 5.30 and 6.30. And so, you know, grand total probably like, you know, about six hours in there um, with some pretty good random breaks. So it depends on what, what's going on, right? If we get a big heavy thing going, you know, I'll put in longer days than that and I won't stop. Um, if we don't, I might, you know, randomly take an hour walk with Ashley and Bellamy or a 30 minute walk. I might go take a long lunch or maybe someone hits me up and I want to go hang out with them, um, those kinds of things. And so I find that, you know, taking care of my mental health um, actually allows me to produce better work and taking care of Ashley's mental health by giving her time away from me and Bellamy um, helps her do better work, um, both you know around the house with Bellamy and then also in our business. So that's kind of what things look like on a typical. It feels like a pretty good cadence for us. Um, you know, it's taken us a long time to kind of hone in where we like. Um, I personally. Uh, don't really like sitting around, neither does Ashley. Like I know I can float around for, you know, a week or two at a time, like on a specific like vacation. But at that point, I'm starting to lose it. Like, you know, we have to be productive in some way, even if, even if it's not like making money, we have to like do something that um, benefits the greater good of either ourselves or, you know, other people. So I say all of that to say that's cool. Um, but Next is, I think, the more important piece, and that is that we did not take a day off for 10 years. Um, well, excuse me, let me rephrase that. I didn't take a day off for uh, six years, sorry, and I didn't cancel any plans for 10 years. 
Now, admittedly, that's probably a little overboard, okay? We are a little psycho. I was also in a different phase of life than a lot of people. Um, I was 20, you know, 20 years old, getting in, 21, getting in. And so that means from like 21 through 27, basically, is those six years with no canceled plans. And then, uh, you know, the four years following that was, you know, no canceled plans. <clears throat> now, I'm saying that to give you a little bit of breathing room, just to say, I think I probably went a bit overboard. But I'm also saying, like, don't exclude yourself from that. Don't self-select out because you're like, oh, I'm a different phase of life. I'm 35, I'm 45, whatever. I've got kids, I've got this, I've got that. And, you know, Zach could have do that, but I can't. So I, I, I think most people probably need to hear the extreme of not taking a day off for 10 years rather than being balanced. See, I learned this from an old upline. He said, the way, the way that I have balance in my life right now is because I was heavily imbalanced for a while. And I think that's honestly true. Um, I think it really is. And so while I think you need to have balance in your life, there's probably a season of time where you're going to have to get imbalanced. Now, I don't mean sacrifice your marriage or sacrifice your kids. You can't do that. But I do mean sacrifice everything else that's not of vital importance. So, you know, I, here's, here's what we believe is of vital importance. Um, faith, family, and your business. That's it. So, you know, if you're a faith-based person, don't sacrifice your faith. You know, whatever that might be for you. If it's going to church on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoons, fantastic. If it's spending time with the Lord every morning, fantastic. Okay, so you have that. Then you have your family. And... The easiest way to do this is to plan in advance what quality looks like, quality time looks like. So don't sacrifice time with your kids. Don't sacrifice your kids' games or, you know, uh, or, or, or spending time with your spouse. But now, now it's your business. It's your business. And actually, the way that we always viewed it, it's actually before our job, our, 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 even though that was our primary source of income for a long time. We viewed our business over our job. So we cut out all of the fat around it. Now, we, of course, we needed our jobs to survive for a while, so we couldn't cut the job out, but we could cut everything else out. And that's why I feel people don't cut out. They don't cut out all the extra fat, and then the time that they do put in their business, they're not actually really going after it with their full heart, right? It's like, it's not, it's like, I mean, I've seen it with my own two eyes for, you know, over a decade, but just the most recent examples, like we have a lead wheel in our business where we distribute leads to our team. I literally know, I mean, this is an absolute fact, absolute fact. There's hundreds of leads per week that go through our team that literally get wasted. That means people are buying the leads and they think they're making progress by purchasing the leads. They might call the lead one time and I know what they're thinking because I've been there. They're thinking when that phone is ringing that they hope that the person doesn't pick up does not pick up. It sounds crazy as I'm saying it, right? But you've probably been there. I've been there. And so they're not going after it with a full heart. <clears throat> I remember there was a, a time when I was in corporate sales and the guy next to me was one of the best producers in the entire place. And when I really like thought about it, I was like, man, this guy is such a good producer because he has to do it. See, most of us in that place had spouses with incomes. He didn't. It was... Him, his wife, and they had three kids, and she stayed home with the kids. He was the only producer in that family. He had, that was his sole source of income. He must make it work. And what do you know he did? He was a great producer. 
I find that that's a huge component of this. You got to treat this like it's your only source. Cut out all of the fat in your life. So while my story is my story, your story is your story, and I don't think necessarily you should cut out everything in your life and do what I did because, you know, thank God I was at the age I was because if I was older than that, married with kids, I would have probably really messed up my relationship, all right? But that's all I can tell you is my story. And I can tell you that that extreme imbalance eventually led to a life that afforded balance. So... Make no mistake, you have to cut out all of the fat, all of the fat from your life that's not giving you what you want. So you need to determine what are the most important things in my life, what are the most important things that I care about, and then there's usually only two to four, sorry, there's a truck outside blaring his silly music, there's usually only two to four things that you really care about, faith, family, business, job. Everything else has to go. TV, mindless scrolling on the phone, all that stuff. Got to go. That's the only way to make this happen. And secondly, treat this like it's your only source. When you generate 10, 20 leads for your business, work those things. Squeeze every amount of juice out that you can get. Don't wish that people don't pick up. Don't wish any of that stuff, right? And if you're like, Zach, that's insane, I would never wish that. Okay, that's fine. Then treat this like it's your only source in the way that you know that you need to. If you do that for a long period of time, it doesn't mean you're going to shift in a, a day, a week, a month, a year. It might take multiple years for you to have a true shift while you're treating it like, a, like it's sole source, like it's your sole source, and while you are cutting out all the fat. You may know our story I just kind of alluded to it. It took six years of full-blown psychotic focus to literally just get to the point where we had some skills. It took eight years of unbroken, solid focus to start to break through. It took 10 years of unbroken, solid focus I'm talking 40, 50 hours a week, every single week for 10 years. Grand total time off, probably two weeks. Took 10 years to break six. It took 11 to break multiple six. It took 12 to break seven. So just be under no illusions here that you can't do this while giving it a half-hearted effort. You can't do this while having stuff in your brain that doesn't help you. You can't do this by thinking you're an entrepreneur taking time off when you haven't yet earned the right. So anyway, I know this is a a bit heavy in some ways, but I uh, care about you immensely. I don't want to sugarcoat this. I want you to get results. So with that, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 